My name is Jeff. And his name is John C. These nuts. No, God! Shut up! Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, boys. It's a brand new year of fantasy football, and we're coming at you with the podcast. That's right, fellas. This year, it's going to be every single week starting now, the week after our fantasy football draft. Now, I know we started this last year, kind of toward the end of the year, might have missed a week here and there on my way to a second place finish. But this year, boys, this year, there's a lot of new things. There's a lot of new things. We got a new commish. We got a new player in the league. Welcome, Mr. Zach Zabadal to the League of Swole Men. You're going to have a great time. There's no question about it. I can absolutely promise you that you're going to love it. Along with all those new things, this is what we're doing new with the podcast. This year, as I'm sure you can already hear, is much clearer. If you're driving along, maybe you're at home watching or listening to it on... uh, you know, around with the family, you can hear my voice much, much better. That's right. The podcast technology has risen. We're taking it to another level. The game is now no longer ever going to be the same. Just so we're clear. The best part of that, the best part of all this new fun button bar, you can hear me and hear what I'm saying to you now. The very best part though, fellas, is that we can have guests now. We can bring people on. So it's not just me talking at you, downloading all the things I think of the League of Swole Men. No, boys, no. This is not a dictatorship. I've been saying that since Tanner ran the damn league. This is for everybody. So the podcast can now have guests. We're going to have our first guest on here in just a second. Uh, new special guest. And today what we're going to be doing is we're going to be looking at the draft that we just held. We're going to take a step back kind of review everybody's team, see how they're all looking. We'll take a look at the divisions since no one knows who the hell they're playing or who to watch out for. We'll do that right away so that you can pay extra special attention when that new rival comes up in topic. With that, fellas, we're going to be right back. We're going to grab our special guest, and we'll start getting after it. Let's go, boys. All right, welcome back, everybody. We got our special guest that I told you all about. We're going to be welcoming the one and only former commissioner, Tanner Nelson. Tanner, how excited are you for the new fantasy season? You know, it's great to be here. Uh, I'm glad I'm not the commissioner anymore. I can focus my time and efforts on my lineup rather than everybody bitching and complaining, Shane. <laughs> I totally get that. I hear that, man. I would not want that job. Um, so far with Ben Cole as commish, what do you think? I mean, outside of the fact that he hasn't bothered to name the divisions and no one knows who the hell they're going to be playing, how, how is it going so far in your mind? Well, you know, Shane, uh, other than the obvious uh, mess-ups with the, the website and draft day, you know, body language is key. And when 
draft on Saturday. He was flustered beyond belief. I uh, drafted poorly, which we'll get into later down the road. Just an all-around poor effort so far, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's hard to argue with that, man. It's hard to argue with that. With that said, let's take a quick look and let's remind everyone of what division they're in so that they know who to pay attention to, who uh, they might be gunning for in a few weeks or who uh, might have a target on their back in the first couple of weeks. Uh, we'll start with Division One. Division numero uno, we have Max Johnson, Corey Comier, Hair Granger, and Steve Mortel. Uh, division number two, Dos, is Tanner, Kyle Clarkin, and Nick Sather, which with, I think, he may have the most vulgar name that has ever been made in the league of swole men you guys can tell me if i'm wrong but his name this year very is... disrespectful shane yeah what ass pussies are you kidding me sather are you i can hardly say that out loud i, I gotta be quiet when i do it my god that is making a statement i guess um division three is myself mr darian and Evan, I auto-draft Egamo. Uh, happy birthday to whoever the hell you had to talk to. Division 4, we got the RAG, our newest member, Mr. Zach Zabadol, and then the Kamish, you always got to watch out for, Ben Cole. Um, I mean, just looking at that right away, Tanner, like how do you feel about the divisions? Weren't you part of the selection process? You know, I was part of the selection process. I was in a hotel room in Iowa with bad reception, and we decided to uh, pick the divisions that night back in July. Um, you know, overall, I, I think the division's pretty fair. Um, you know, I think our division's the best one just because my team's in it. But other than that, I, I think there it's going to be a well-balanced uh, well season here, Shane. Yeah, yeah, I think you're onto something there. Um, okay, let's take a look at some of the teams. Um, let's go through. I think the best way to do it would be to look at um, each team, and then we'll just talk about their first three picks and then any other highlights that we see on those teams. Um, let's go ahead and start with, uh, let's see, we can do, how about, how about Mr. Steve? Why don't we start with Steve? Who uh, who'd Steve take in his first three picks? Just awful choices right off the bat here. And uh, in case anybody doesn't know, as of this podcast, uh, Steve took Alvin Kamara uh, fourth overall. And as we all know, he's now pissed off about his contract and uh, not showing up to camp. He's going to get fined about $40,000 a day. That really, uh, that sucks. That's, that's shitty. Um, who do you take of the second pick? Well, he took George Kittle and Shane. I can tell you by experience that George Kittle had a had a big uh, goose egg last year, and they made it to the Super Bowl. So if Kittle's going to improve, that means the 49ers are going undefeated. Yeah, yeah. I would expect more out of Kittle. I mean, I guess he had over 1,000 yards. I don't know. Wasn't he hurt for a bit last year? You know, I think it was a little banged up. I don't know if he missed significant playing time, but he just sucked balls. Yeah, <laughs> I get that. Um, okay, and his third pick was? His third pick was uh, Pat Mahomes. So Pat Mahomes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Probably yeah. the second best QB in uh, in the league. Do you think that pick was a little early? you think he could have waited on Mahomes? You know, Pat Mahomes, I think, even though he uh, won the Super Bowl, obviously, last year, he didn't really have the greatest year statistically. Um, 
they'll probably bounce back. You know, I, I, the Clyde Edwards Halar and and all those good receivers that Pat Mahomes has, um, they'll they'll get him back to where he needs to be. Um, yeah. Still, overall, it's a terrible draft by Steve, but Pat Mahomes is a good pick. I think that is the sound of what Steve's team is going to be doing later on this year. A lot of crickets coming. I don't see anyone worth really highlighting on this team, to be completely honest with you, outside of you know maybe Patrick Mahomes figuring it out. Keenan Allen actually isn't a terrible pick, I believe. He's uh, kind of up and down. You don't really know what you're going to get with him. But um, when he does go off, I mean, the dude, dude can put up a bunch of points. doesn't have Phillip Rivers anymore, so we'll see, I guess, how that kind of works out for him. Yeah. Um, with that – Let's move on to Mr. Johnson, Johnson Max. Johnson Max in the first round took took Michael Thomas, Shane, number Michael one wide receiver. Thomas. So he took him right off the bat. Kind of hard to complain with that pick. What uh, pick number did he have? So Shane, it looks like he had eighth pick overall. So he got the best receiver with the eighth overall spot. Huh, that's interesting. <laughs> then he took in the second one. <laughs> Chris Carson, Shane. Chris Carson. Uh, speaking uh, on experience of Chris Carson, just another player that overall just sucked last year. I can't stand the guy. Um, Rashad Penny, like, we're starting to steal carries from him, and I think Rashad Penny went – oh, he was drafted in the last round by Max. So, there you go. Fuck off! Jesus, Max, that's going to be tough. Um, and his third-round pick was – You know, Mark Ingram, which you never know could be a good pick, but, but we can get into Ben Cole's picks later. Ben Cole drafting the, the rookie running back behind Mark Ingram now, J.K. Dobbins. So, Max, just an overall terrible draft so far. Yeah, it doesn't sound really good. I don't know about the Mark Ingram one. I mean, he handled only 37 of, 37% of the team's carries last year, so then you add another back in there. And, you know, J.K. Dobbins – Watch out. That guy could be pretty good. So that's going to be – might be tough. We'll see. We'll see how that ends up going. Uh, let's talk about Ragnar. What were his draft picks looking like? So, obviously, Shane Granger took the uh, obvious uh, run CMC pick, number one overall. I mean, we really don't need to say any more about that. We would have given him so much shit if he didn't. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Who else did he take? And then coming back around, he took DeAndre Hopkins and David Johnson, the two people that were traded – for each other. Wow, that's kind of interesting. I wonder if that was planned or not. Yeah, overall, just terrible draft. I, I saw some statistical uh, article said that any receiver, even high lever, high uh, profile receiver like DeAndre Hopkins, if they get traded to any team, their first year usually just sucks. So watch for DeAndre Hopkins to be a bust this year, and David Johnson sucks. <laughs> Hard to disagree with a lot of that. David terrible Johnson. Draft. Yeah, David Johnson, he uh, did not have a very good year last year. He hardly played last year because he was hurt. He only had 94 carries. Um, You know, did receive the ball a bit. So us moving to PPR, another new thing in the league this year. Um, You know, that could be good. Did you know David Johnson was 28 years old? Yeah, yeah, he hasn't had a good year in at least three years now. He's just overall horrible. And and Granger should kind of be ashamed of of himself for picking him. Gosh, I would have never guessed 28, though. That just seems... A hell of a lot older than – I mean, he looks, I guess, like he's fucking 40. But anyway. Yeah, um, embarrassing, okay. embarrassing run of picks there, Shane. <laughs> and he also got Odell Beckham, it looked like. I kind of like that. The Hunter Henry pick wasn't bad. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, outside – I will comment and say that I would have loved to have Odell Beckham Jr. That is my bounce back player of the year, Shane. Yeah, I would, I would agree with you there. I also really like the pick of uh, A.J. Green. What are your thoughts on that? 
Well, he could be good. I think he'll be a solid WR2 on the Bengals, even though he probably has the skills to be WR1 just based on his missing time. Uh, big fan of T. Higgins, and they still have Chris Boyd, Shane. I think Joe Burrow is going to have some little bumps in the road, especially in the beginning due to COVID. Uh, but other than that, uh, maybe be good at the end of the year. You never know. Yeah, maybe end up being a, a good flex option, especially now that we have two flexes and not just the one. So um, that could be a big play. Who knows? Because yeah. you got him pretty late in the draft, so that could be good. Yeah. Um, all right, we'll talk about the newest member of the League of Swole Men, uh, Mr. Zabadaw. <laughs> Let's see what he did. Well... <laughs> Well, Zach, he had drafted at the bottom, so we're going from number one to number 12 with Zach Zavadol here. Uh, first pick, Kenyon Drake, and then came around and took Josh Jacobs. Uh, really like the Josh Jacobs pick, Kenyon Drake pick, Stephen Pyle crap, but Josh Jacobs is pretty good, Shane. I think the Las Vegas Raiders are going to be feeding uh, Josh Jacobs uh, that ball in Las Vegas because uh, Derek Carr is just completely worthless. Yeah, I totally agree. They have to run the ball. You can't survive with Carr. That's for damn sure. Um, Kyler Murray, that's an interesting pick, I thought. Um, I guess I don't know where he took Kyler Murray. Where was that? Was that later? He took Kyler Murray in the uh, sixth round there, Shane. Probably some good value. Uh, you know, Zach was getting getting on the quarterback Trump train um, right when everybody was starting to go. So, uh, yeah, don't not a surprise for him to take a top five quarterback in the sixth round. Yeah, I think he's going to have uh, – a better year than last year, obviously coming off a of rookie oh, season, yeah. but he still threw for 20 touchdowns. That number is only going to go up, I imagine. Um, all right, after Zabdal, let's take a look now at uh, our defending champion, uh, Kyle Clarkin. An awful Where did he take? Awful team. Awful team. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> uh, first overall pick took Miles Sanders, who I forgot was an Eagle until about two weeks ago. Uh, probably a good place replaced by Leonard Fournette in a week here. So. She's an overall terrible pick. The Eagles haven't had a solid running back since LaShawn McCoy, so I'm not quite sure what Clark is thinking is. I think he panicked, pooped his pants, and went down the cheat sheet and chose him, Shan. <laughs> Almost auto-picking at that point, it sounds like. Correct. Yeah, I get it. Well, hey, good luck, Clark. Around, took Devontae Adams and uh, Mark Andrews. Uh, I don't know why he reached for Mark Andrews, and Devontae Adams can suck it, and the Packers are going to be off this year. Just a really just a horrible draft by Clark. Yeah, sounds like all those picks were – yeah, probably you're right, Trump. Thanks a lot. Um, okay, then we'll move on to the new commissioner, um, the flustered new commissioner, like Tanner said, showed up yeah. and was just kind of running around. I mean, didn't really know what to do, trying to set things up. Wasn't sure if the draft would start on time. Um, had to drive the girlfriend and dog around town like he's driving Miss Daisy or something. Um, ben Cole's first few picks, what did, what did he end up doing? Do you think that affected his draft? So he showed up a little flustered. Won't, won't go into the details. Uh, everybody has some bad days, so I completely understand that. The only problem is you're commissioner of the league now, so we have to hold you to a higher standard. Um, just an overall terrible, terrible start to the to the 2020 season for Ben Cole. Uh, took Clyde Edwards-Lar. I think nobody can argue against that pick. He's probably going to be rookie of the year. He's got Pat Mahomes thrown to him. Uh, next two picks are suspect at best. Uh, ben, out of character, takes Julio Jones coming back around the second round. Uh, guy cannot score TDs ever, so not quite sure why Ben's <laughs> grabbing him with another year on under his belt and uh, Calvin Ridley coming up. And we all know the big story today, Shane, about Leonard Fournette. 
Yep. That is very unfortunate. That's going to be tough because um, I'm sure he took him, you know, decently early. Um, Jarek McKinnon, that's an interesting pick to me. Do you think that he will be doing much with that 49er offense? I know they kind of have a packed backfield already. Uh, just an awful pick, Shane. He hasn't played in forever. Uh, and they took – and Robert Mostert for Granger is probably going to be the spell cow back. Jarek McKinnon got an overrated contract two years ago to begin with to go to 49ers. I wouldn't be surprised if he's riding the pine by week six, Shane. You think it's going to be another down year for Ben? No, because uh, no, I don't. I don't believe so. Uh, two things will happen here, Shane. Number one, uh, everyone's going to get lazy on the waiver wire, and Ben will sneak his way as the sixth seed somehow, like he usually does, and continue his playoff streak. Or Ben will just have the worst team, worse than Darian last year, and COVID will shut the season down because that's life. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I uh, I think that the new. The new job as commissioner is going to be tough. Um, I mean, you know firsthand, like you have a giant target on your back just for running the league. So we'll see how he does. I uh, I do have a lot of faith in Ben at the end of the day. Like you said, those, uh, those waiver wire picks, he always seems to somehow know who to get. So he'll be yeah. fine, I'm sure. All right, let's take a look at Haggy and what he's doing and what he did uh, last Saturday. Yeah, yeah. so uh, Darian, uh, you know, he had the fifth spot in the draft, basically could take his pick of whoever's last out of those top five running backs or so. Took Dalvin Cook, came back and took Travis Kelsey and that Adam Thielen. So first three rounds, he has two Vikings on his team. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Kind of a homer homer selections, wouldn't you say? Yeah, you could tell, uh, you know, I, maybe he was going off the cheat sheet, pulling that Kyle Clark and strategy that well, worked so well for him last year. Or he could also have been playing to uh, make sure that he wins at least more than one game, unlike last year, too. That could be tough. I'm really surprised he didn't just tell us to. Because after only winning one game, that would get pretty tough. Um, But, yes, I definitely see him winning a few games this year. The Travis Kelsey, we'll see how he does. Um, Obviously, he's, you know, the best tight end out there by far. I'm interested to see, I mean – one from a fancy point and two from just being a, a Viking fan, how Adam Thielen is this year. Um, wow. and Dalvin Cook, that's a ballsy take because dude's never even played 16 games. Yeah, you know, he's going to prove it year. Uh, but, you know, if he's on the field, he's going to get uh, Darian some points. Um, so let's not shy away from the fact that the rest of Darian's draft was just completely, insanely t- terrible, Shane. So what if Dalvin holds out? I mean, there's a lot of talks going on right now that, you know, him and his agent – aren't really talking with the Vikes. I mean, it's like they might just not even have him. He might just not even play. Yeah. Shane, if Davin Cook holds out, Darian better get ready for the McDonald's challenge. I'll tell you that. (laughs) That's great. That's great. All right. Our next uh, member on the list here is the one and only birthday boy, Evan Egamo. What do you think of me boys uh, roster going? Oh, just completely awful. I got a little inside scoop. Uh, Evan told me that, you know, he's not very happy with his team either. Um, he's got some good running backs on the roster, but everything else is just just a sight for sore, sight for sore eyes, man. I, uh, you know. Yeah, you made a lot of mistakes, Evan. That is for damn sure. Yeah. That's tough. Do you think that next year, do you think he'll make the draft, or do you think he's just going to go with this moving forward? Well, Shane, this might be the year that we get one or two people to finally quit. You know, people like to rumble about that every year because they're so depressed with everything going on (laughs) in football and their life that they want to quit this league. And, 
you know, I, I could see it happening, especially with Evan's uh, turd that he just put on the draft board. So Yeah, yeah. Well, I would hate to lose Evan, but, you know, if it's true, don't let the door hit you on the way out, me boy. All right, next up we got the one and only uh, Nicholas Sather, the big guy with, like I said, yeah. the most ridiculous damn team name. He has the most vulgar team name every fucking year, I swear to God. You know, Shane, every year it's it's always the same. Sather picks a pop culture team name that's been popular in the most recent seven days. Uh, <laughs> nothing new there. You know, Sather doesn't have any creativity, um, and his drafting shows it too. That is for sure. So let's see. So Derrick Henry, Aaron Jones, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, you know, again, he's basically the offense out there in Seattle. They don't really do anything unless it goes through Russ. Um, and then on the bench here, I'm not a huge fan of the bench. I saw he took Robbie Anderson. That must have been his last pick. I know that was your boy last year. Um, but yeah, not overly impressed here so far with Sather. We'll see though. Sather's always in it. You know what I mean? Every single year he seems to do something. So yeah, yeah. Sather can quietly ride the waiver wire pretty well. So he's going to be a tough one in my division. Uh, just want to point out he does have good running backs. I like his Cam Akers pick. I'm sure that was somebody Ben was gunning for really badly. So it's good to see him not on Ben's team. Um, but the rest of Sather's team is just like looks like a white dog turd that uh, um, Will Ferrell eats in that one movie. <laughs> good one. Old school? Wasn't that old school? I don't remember. Oh no, nope, Step Brothers, Shane. I can con- I can confirm it's Step Brothers. Step Brothers, thank you, thank you, thank God. Um, okay, with that, and you know what? Here's a good thing. If you're ever getting compared to, I think Ben was going to take that guy, you probably took the right guy. Would you say that's pretty fair? Yeah, rookie running backs are, uh, that's Ben's forte, and uh, you can tell that other than J.K. Dobbins, Ben's team is just a big, dumb pile of shit. So, yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll move on to Mr. Corey Granger. Um, have you had a chance to look at Corey Granger's image for this year? No, nope, I haven't. I'm sure it's something inappropriate. He does have a lot of time on his hands. <laughs> it's pretty good. You'll have to take a look after this. Um, all right, what are you thinking of Corey's team here? Yeah, he took Austin Eckler, which I don't, will never understand in the first round. Uh, I, I understand that he's been a, a fantasy guy for a long time now, but it, it's Austin Eckler for the love of God, and he took him in the first round. I almost threw up my Arby sandwich in. <laughs> yeah, Austin Eckler last year had almost a thousand receiving yards, but only five hundred four, five hundred fifty-seven rushing yards. So it kind of seems like he's just more of a pass threat. Did score a lot of touchdowns, I guess, uh, receiving wise. They might as well yeah. just make the guy a wide receiver. Yeah, yeah, and you can tell Shane with his next two picks took Joe Mixon, Le'Veon Bell, um, another bounce back player of the year. I have Joe Mixon. However, you can tell that Corey was drafted scared because he knew that Ben was going to be getting all the running backs, which explains why Corey's team is just shit. <laughs> that will do it. That will do it. Ben does uh, put some intimidation into our yeah. drafting. That is for damn sure. All right. Let's start with our teams now. Um, yeah. oh. Go ahead and talk about uh, your team first, if you'd like. Yeah, my team's an orgasm on the board, essentially. I came around, you know, I got sniped right from Evan, but Saquon's no uh, no dummy. So I, he's going to be uh, consistent and amazing all year. You know, came around, me and my dad colluded with each other, was aiming for Chris Godwin in that round two here. Um, ended up getting Tyreek Hill because he somehow fell because all the morons took just terrible people in the second round. So I get that guy. Uh, he's going to be a PPR machine, plays for a Super Bowl winning Chiefs. It's going to be great. You know, it came around then, took Chris Godwin, the guy I wanted in round two. So just overall, just an overall great first three rounds by me. 
Yeah. What are your, how are your feelings? I know you're pretty upset about uh, Evan taking Zeke there. How do you feel about having Saquon? Are you really in love with that pick? You know, I'm not in love with the Giants, but I do love Saquon. He's got great quads. Cute. Um, you know, I hate him, <laughs> Shane. Yeah, yeah, he's got an ass most of our girlfriends would be jealous of, that's for damn sure. Um, all right, tell me about my team. What do you think of my team? Well, Shane, uh, Nick Chubb, you know, it's one of those picks that nobody wants to take, but it's better than Austin Eckler and uh, Miles Sanders, so you got to do it. Um, <laughs> or you came back around. I think you're trying to uh, strike lightning again like you did last year with Lamar Jackson. So, you know, it could be an awesome pick if he does anything remotely like he did yet last year. Um, but I, I hope, uh, I hope you're able to strike gold again, Shane. I don't think you're going to be able to do it, but you web, who knows? And then Todd Gurley, not quite sure how he felt the third round just cause he's on a new team and his uh, knees are ready to blow up. Doesn't mean he's not going to have a good year this year, Shane. I sure hope so. I'm really counting on that guy. Yeah. Overall. Yeah. I had to get Lamar again. And that guy absolutely carried my team. Here's a fun fact about Lamar Jackson for you last year. The closest, the next closest quarterback scoring wise was 78 points behind him. Lamar even rested week 17. Oh, yeah. So, got to take that. Got to take it where the points are. That is for sure. Um, all right. So, with that, we have now reviewed everyone's teams. Any like highlights or anything that you're excited for in the upcoming year here, Tanner? You know, Shane, again, I think the divisions are have our full parity. I think it's going to be a well-fought battle to the end here. I'm hoping for some more competition, unlike last year when every team was undefeated or hadn't won a game by, like, week five. Um, you know, maybe this is the year that Ben doesn't make the playoffs. Maybe this is the year that we see someone other than the three people that win it all the time actually win it. Um, but I'll tell you this, Shane, my team is the best team on this board, and I hope you have them back again soon. All right. Well, thanks a lot for joining me, Tanner. Great takes as always. Hopefully get you on for weekly picks when we start actually having games. That would be fun to do. Um, With that, uh, we will uh, be coming right back with a little wrap on everything. Again, thank you, former Kamish, for your time. No worries. Thanks, Shane. All right, Tanner, thank you for jumping on and reviewing the draft that we had just had, um, giving your thoughts on how you thought everybody did, kind of where the season might shake out in your mind. Um, Obviously, very heavy on your team going into it. So understandably, I'm sure everyone right now besides maybe Evan is looking um, forward to hopefully a championship run. So that's what we're all gaming for. That's why we all join this league or in this league. That's why some people quit. They just can't quite make it to the top and they, they never see it happening. So the f- simple fact that you're still here means you still got a shot. You still got a prayer. Chip in a chair right now, boys. Um, next week, we'll be back. We're going to be talking about the first week of play, week one. That's exciting. We're going to go over some matchups, take a look at who everyone is playing. Um, we'll also get into kind of the power rankings that ESPN has. Not sure I agree with those right now, but we'll be able to take kind of a closer look at those, see what starts happening as um, more players may opt out, more guys may say, I don't want to be a part of this, I want out of here. Um, we'll just kind of wait and see, see what happens. With that, fellas, I'm signing out, and I'll talk to you all soon.